Hello all, this is Biblical Misconceptions. Once again, I am Nicole Baker. And I'm Angela Jett, better known as Mommy. And this is actually the last episode, I think. Yes. And we made it. <laughs> and today we're just gonna be mostly talking about just kind of some miscellaneous stuff that we just didn't really bring up. Didn't really fit in with the flow of the other episodes. Just kinda it's not really random, but just kind of random. <laughs> yeah, but it is kind of random. So, first, let's talk about the fact that we've turned the forbidden fruit into an apple. Where'd that come from? I think it was probably just an easy thing for them to say. Because, you know, in the Bible, when you read it, it says fruit... I don't remember how it actually reads, but it says something about, you know, a fruit. It doesn't actually say apple. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, I think it just come to apple because that was the easiest one to say. Hey, I picked an apple and, hey, I'm going to give it to, this is Eve, and I'm going to give it to Adam and, and let him take a bite of it. Mm-hmm. Because apples didn't even come over from that way, did they? I don't know. I don't know where apples came from. Except well, from a not... tree. <laughs> well, I don't think... I don't think apples originated from that area where Jesus was born. Well, I mean, there's all different kinds of apples, so maybe one particular apple did. That's maybe because... it was the crab apple, as I mentioned earlier. That's what I was honestly thinking, because that would be a little odd. I mean, it would almost make sense, because after the forbidden fruit was eaten, it was just, it just kind of turned into something sour. Yeah. But then again, you would almost think that it would, it would be sweet. It would be a really super sweet fruit. Just because knowledge is, is sweet and that kind of thing and you would think that the devil would just make it something that would be enticing to everybody well it was probably enticing to them and then afterwards I could see it mm-hmm. kind of sour mm-hmm. Isn't, aren't there like cartoons like they take a bite of it and then after they realize it's poisonous it rolls to the ground and it rots yeah yeah. so maybe that's what happened Yeah. but it's just I find it odd because it just it suddenly turned into apple even though it was never actually mentioned that it was an apple. Yeah. Uh, it was just always... That's a small misconception, but I just think... I just thought it was something to bring up. Just all yeah, from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, one thing we did touch on, but I wanted to touch on a little more, um, is daylight and dark. You know, in the first three days is when God created daylight and dark. So everybody thinks... All 36 hours. Because that's... No, that wouldn't be right. Twelve. No, three days. So it's 24, 24, and 24. But anyway, everybody thinks, you know, that 24 hours in a day? Yeah, that'd be 48, 60. 60. Yeah, that'd be 60. Okay, 60, 60 hours. But that's our time. That's not God's time. We, we mentioned and, that. And since, well, I just want to go into it a little more. And since we distinguish days as when the sun comes up and the sun goes down, mm-hmm. 
and you know daylight and dark wasn't created who knows how long those days actually were that's true we didn't mention that yeah that's that's yeah yeah that part of it we didn't mm-hmm. that's the reason I wanted to touch on it so we don't know how long that actually was and you know what could have happened in those three days because <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean that's it yeah I never really thought of it like that because I mean before he actually created daylight and dark he never there was there was no coming up of the sun and coming up of the moon uh-huh. there was no switching out of the different lights there was right. nothing it was just darkness. Yeah. Or nothingness, I guess. I mean, God has night vision. Of course he does. Yeah, you have a point. He's God. <laughs> <laughs> he's got all knowing vision. That's true. I didn't think he's, about that. He's got x ray vision. Oh, not you don't say x ray vision. vision. That just sounds weird. Well, I meant it is in, in the aspect of. You know, he can see through your skin to see if you've got a broken bone. That kind oh, of see, I, when you said that, I thought you were going to mean he can see through to your soul. Yeah. He can see whether that heart is actually... Stone beating... Yeah, gold cold or... You know... What it's made out of. Yeah. <laughs> whether you really have one or not. Everyone has a heart. They just some don't like just, to use it. Some's just smaller than others. Yeah, like so, the Grinch. Yeah. And they have a chance to grow. And they have a chance to shrink. Okay, we're getting off topic. (laughs) Okay. So, there was also uh, Noah's Ark. And a lot of uh, of kids' stories, they talk about how... I mean, I think there's even a song about... Two by two? Yeah, animals went on the ark two by two. I don't Uh know the tune of the song. Me neither. I just know that part of it. But it was actually... uh, it was the unclean animals went on two by two, right. and the clean animals went on seven by seven. Yes. This is an odd number. Why seven? It's supposed to be a good number. I oh, yeah, because yeah, cause it was like, uh, what was the race car driver? Yeah, his number was like seven, 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 because it's one better than the devil. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember. But it, yeah, it's supposed to be a good number, is what we're getting yeah. at. Yes. Um,. Yeah, I just... I mean, that one's a really short one. So which ones are clean and not? I mean, doves. They're clean because they're a symbol of purity. Um, What are pigs? I don't think... I don't think they're... That's pork. So they're considered unclean. I know. Oh, you were just testing me. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Because that was actually what I was going to mention, was the pork. Um, I don't know. Wasn't there something about the hooved animals, too? Yeah, I think I think hooved animals were were they clean or unclean? Could pigs have hooves? I think they were unclean. Yeah, I think the hooved animals were unclean. Which is odd because now we've we see we see horses as like these beautiful creatures. So it's kind of odd to think of horses as unclean animals. I, I can't answer that because I don't know which ones I would have to study up more and find out which ones were considered clean and which ones were considered unclean. But I know you're right in that by saying, you know, the unclean went two by two, male and female. Mm-hmm. and That way they could repopulate. Yes. And then the uh, 
the clean were seven. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how that worked. Because see, the unclean two by two, male and female, so with seven, that's not an even number. So I don't know how many were male and how many were female. I mean, it could have been three, three pairs and then could have been like a baby. I don't know. That's something we may need to go into at a later date. Mm-hmm. More. And once more again, <laughs> once again, this just goes to show you, we don't know everything about the Bible. This is just our perspective and just us kind of discussing things and putting some information and stuff out into the world. Yeah. Go and do your research, because by all means, because we don't know nearly as much as we'd like to. <laughs> Definitely. And that's the reason I included her this... Her... What? That's the reason I've included her on this little show, because she knows a lot more about this than I do. <laughs> I mean, when you come to couples, there was, uh, you know, we're talking about animals, two by two and seven, and the, the actual people that were on there. You know, there was... Uh, uh, Noah and his wife and I believe it was his two daughters and two son-in-laws and you know so there was a there was there was even coupling but as far as people you know there wasn't any two by two or six by six mm-hmm. <laughs> or I'm not sorry oh I am sorry seven by seven oh yeah <laughs> not six by six but yeah, that's, I wonder why. I wonder why seven, because it, it is an odd number. So you would think that they would do. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. Something for somebody else to do some research on, or us to do at a later mm-hmm. date. Okay, so on to the next miscellaneous misconception. Um. So there's a lot of comments about how the Bible is racist because there was slavery in the Bible. Well, there was slavery in the Bible, but that doesn't necessarily mean racist because there was white, black, Indian, you know, all kinds of slaves, and they were pretty much slaves because if you couldn't pay your bills, then you were kind of thrown into debtor's prison. Or if you did something against the king, mm-hmm. then you could be thrown into prison and be a slave. So the biblical slavery was, it, was, it wasn't it was exactly slavery, it sounds like. It was closer to like indentured servitude. Exactly. Kind of like how they had in, in Europe in the yes. Middle Ages. Yes. Well, no, it wasn't just Europe. Because they did, they did that whenever the colonies were first coming over. They had indentured servants. Yeah. I was going way too far back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's it's just closer to indentured servitude, which has always been around, and it's not exactly. I mean, the which treatment. I mean, but, but, you know, uh, and it's not just racist uh, because Indians. You were talking about coming over then. You know, Indians were also slaves, so it wasn't just. I mean, yeah, that would still kind of be racist. Yeah. It, but the b- biblical slavery, it wasn't it wasn't part of a racist agenda like like the like the American slavery was. That right. was a that was a racist agenda. Right. Because they were 
they were different than uh, than the white folk, and they they were of a different skin color, and they had different traditions, and ev- the colonist there were a lot of colonists that just believed that everyone should worship the same way that they did, and they they did it in the name. There was there was a lot of things that they did in the name of God, which were completely wrong, because that's not how you bring people to Jesus. No, you don't you don't use whips and and pummel them into believing Jesus. That's just, that's appalling. If we're being honest, that's just completely appalling. And it, it honestly kind of disgusts me to think about that. It, that's not how you bring people to Jesus. You bring people to Jesus through being gentle with them. And, and, and just helping them to believe. You don't push them into it and force them into it. But that's, I mean, I mean, I just think that's a really big, a really big thing that needs to be discussed, that slavery in the Bible was not what slavery turned into at a later date. No. It was, it was more, I mean, I mean, there, well, I guess there was a little bit in the, in the Bible, a little bit of slavery in the Bible that I guess could be considered a little bit racist because of the, uh, the Egyptian, the Israelites. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, the kings, the kings had slaves just because they could. Yeah, and it didn't matter. I mean, some was, but that wasn't that wasn't exactly racist. It yeah, was just, some of it was. <laughs> you know, they could have whatever woman or whatever guy or whatever that they wanted. You know, they if they didn't like somebody because the way they looked, or you know, um, if they looked at one of their women the wrong way, you know, it didn't. It really. It wasn't racist, but it was mm-hmm. because they didn't care. I mean, they had what was called, I think it was called a Munich or a, I don't know how to say the word, an Unich, but I think you said Munich. And um, Munich sounds like a word I've heard before. They uh, they cut their tongues out so they couldn't talk. Oh, so that's um, uh, it's like an Avox from Hunger Games. Yeah. But I was thinking of uh, the when they was it the Israelites that they enslaved in Egypt. Mm-hmm. I mean that was that was a sim. It wasn't necessary. I don't think it was right. I don't know if it would be considered racist at the time, but it was. Of course, at that time it wasn't. But because um, I don't think that it had a we had a word back then for that kind of thing. But it could have been because um, they were a people. Mm-hmm. They were. But it race. was it was a similar agenda mm-hmm. because they enslaved them just because they were part of those people. Because they they worshipped, they believed anything, that kind of thing. They did things a certain way. And the Egyptian pharaoh, I suppose, was just kind of like, eh, work. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like you, so get on with it. Mm-hmm. But just, I mean, and I feel like the Bible put those in there, not to not to be racist but to, just setting not to be racist but to set an example to be like look the pharaoh did this the pharaoh is the bad guy please no one do this right and then of course colonists at the time didn't exactly listen and were like hey guys <laughs> let's get all these native americans these indians and let's get all these african Africans and bring them over and we're gonna whip them and chain them and we're gonna make them do work for us. 
even though God was like, no, 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 no. Just because I put that in there doesn't, that's not what I meant to happen. <laughs> He's like, that is not at all what I wanted to happen. I was trying to set an example. You guys are the Pharaoh right now. These guys are the Israelites. This isn't good. Come on, guys. Oh, that kind of got me out of breath. <laughs> Pharaoh, Pharaoh, let my people go. Mm-hmm. Whew. I gotta catch my breath after that little rant. <laughs> that got to me. But, yeah, I feel like that was a... That's a good misconception to bring up. And, I mean, there, there are other misconceptions, too. Like the uh, books removed from the Bible. Um, you know, when when it was originally written, they were written on scrolls. The Bible wasn't written, you know, that's the reason you have all these books. Mm-hmm. You know, the Bible wasn't written as a book. You know, it was pieced together. And they were, it was inspired by God. The writings were inspired by God. And also, the putting together of the Bible was inspired by God. And, you know, the Catholic Bible actually has three more books in it than what the Bible that we read has. And, you know, a lot of people don't like different kinds of Bibles because they say, you know, things that were taken out or or things that were put in. But, you know, when I think about that, I think... Um, unless I could actually read the original scrolls that were written in Hebrew and Greek, then I don't know for sure. King James may not been exact. Yes, I believe that he was God-inspired. But who am I to say any of these other ones afterwards weren't God-inspired? Mm-hmm. Well, see, I think... I don't know. I think with the putting together of the Bible... I just, I feel like if those were taken out, obviously, and we can't read them today, obviously we weren't meant to read them. And we are, even if, even if we, how do I, how do I say this? We weren't meant to read them and we're still getting out of the Bible what we were meant to be getting out of the Bible, what God wants us to get out of the Bible. So I don't think it should be that big of a deal that there are books of the Bible that aren't in the Christian Bible that are, are like that the Catholics have that the Christians don't or that or that haven't been included in any of the Bibles up until now because I mean there could be still be scrolls out there that haven't been discovered that that could have been a part of the Bible but if they haven't been discovered then obviously God was like okay I had you write this but times are changing and times are going to continue to change I don't think that these necessarily need to be a part of it anymore. I don't necessarily think that they were part of the Bible. I think they were part... They no, were God inspired scrolls. They were just stories that were told about that time. Mm-hmm. You know, and there's... That's just like our lives, you know. We'll put it together and piece together our lives, okay? Everybody that we've known is going to have a story about us. Some of those aren't as important as other ones. Some of them, you know, how many times Joe Smith brushed his teeth on Thursday afternoon 
you know, is really not that important. Actually, I feel like that would be an important part of, to Joe Smith's story just because of the fact if he brushed his teeth that many times on Thursday afternoon, I think he needs to go to the dentist. Yes. But, so I feel like that would be an important part of his life because he could find out he had gingivitis or something. So that might be an, a bad example, but I understand what you're saying. <laughs> and I don't care if he had gingivitis. But <laughs> well, see, that would be an important part to his story. Yeah. But like, say that I get what you're saying. Say that like Joe Smith um, ran into you, and it was it was a small encounter. That's not going to impact necessarily either of your stories. Exactly. Unless it was, like, a very traumatic experience or a very eye-opening experience. If it was just, like, a small, like, bump, like, oh, I'm sorry, and then you never run into each other again, that's not exactly. gonna... That's not gonna impact it too terribly... Impact your stories too terribly much. Exactly. You know, and I think that's what a lot of the writings, you know, are gonna be. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just... It's not gonna impact the whole overall Bible very much. Exactly. Which they, and that's too, like, and some of them, some of them could have impacted the Bible a lot. Could have. But, like I said, if God did not choose for them to be discovered, then we weren't meant to read it. Mm-hmm. And they could have, like, they they could have been important stories for that time period. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, God knew that times were going to change because he knows everything. And he knew that... Either we wouldn't necessarily meet those stories, or he knew that they it would be better off for us not to read those stories. Right. Obviously, we weren't meant to read them. Right. Otherwise, then he would have he would have included them. I agree. And I mean, there have also been uh, books that Protestants themselves have moved removed from the Bible. There could have been there were there once upon a time there were more books that were supposed to be included in the Bible. Hmm. But, like I said, I feel like even though those have been removed, if we were meant to read them, we would have read them. God would have had something to do with it. So. Sure. So I just, I feel like that's a, I feel like if we were meant to read it, then God would have been, would have come into their hearts and just been like, okay, but you need to include this. I'm sorry, but well, I'm I'm yeah. I'm sorry, but you do need to include this. Mm-hmm. So, but I just feel like if we weren't meant to read it, then God's still gonna make sure that we get out of the out of the Bible what we need to get out to ensure that we continue going down the path that He wants us on. Mm-hmm. No, no matter what. So what else have we got to that we've that we still need to talk about because I feel like yeah. we've we've touched on that one. I, we've touched on a lot of subjects in this little series. Yeah. Um, I don't know. There's there is a new misconception coming up, and I I know nowadays it's a very touchy subject with uh, the LGBTQ community and everything coming about. But there is a new misconception coming up about um, that. I don't remember exactly what it was, but it was supposed to be about um, maybe the Bible didn't actually say that homosexuality is, is a sin, which I don't necessarily I don't necessarily believe. But I think that the biggest mis- misconception that I is with with that is within 
the Christian community itself. Because, you know, we are supposed to love all people. You know, even if our so you know where I was going. Our brother, um, brother is a neighbor or actual brother. You know, does something against us. We're supposed to turn the other cheek, and I know that's hard to do sometimes because mm-hmm. that cheek gets off a sword. And that turning the other cheek just means forgive. Yes, that yes. does that does not mean by any that does not by any means mean to forget what he did. That just means to forgive. But I mean. By turning the other cheek, though, what I was getting at was, you know, it, it hurts. And it, it's still going to hurt. But, you know, you've got to be able to move on from that. Because you you need to be the stronger person. Because a lot of times you don't know where they're at in their life. So, whether, whether you're gay, straight, or whatever, you're going to do things to hurt other people. And you need to be able to move on from that. And you need to love those people and I'm not saying by any means that that's an easy task to do and two we're not saying that homosexuality or anything like that is going to hurt other people but what we're saying what I'm getting at is the misconception within the Christian community is just because they sin that Christians are allowed to verbally abuse them because that is not at all what the Bible wants. No. Even even if someone is gay, like the Bible, the like the way that the way that you've raised me is to like even though you don't necessarily agree with someone, you still love them. You don't always agree to disagree. Exactly, and I feel like that that's something that's neglected a lot in the Christian community is that instead of instead of just agreeing to disagree with someone they just they scream at them about their sins and it's like okay well you're not perfect either how are you how are you gonna be upset with me and i don't know it's just i feel like that's something that just this isn't just this is this misconception isn't isn't about just the Bible. This is just within the Christian community that it's almost like it's their right to judge someone for something when it's not. I do want to leave a thought because it does state in the Bible that man should not sleep with man. And that is the same whether you are man and man, woman and woman. You know, it it says that, and it does say that in the New Testament. There's a lot of misconception there because they say, oh, well, Sodom and Gomorrah and Sodom and Gomorrah was in the Old Testament. Well, it's in the New Testament, too. There's no Sodom and Gomorrah in the New Testament, even though it does talk about them. It does state man sleep with man, that that is not right. Mm -hmm. So... I just wanted to throw that out there, and that is not me being racist. That's not being me sexist. Homophobic. That's not me being homophobic. Any of those words, that's just me saying what is in there, you know? And like I said before, you know, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to love you and treat you kindly. See, that's that's the biggest thing that that I wanted to bring up with that is because within the Christian community, they think that just because someone sins, that they don't, they don't need to love them the same. Because, but see, that's the thing. 
no matter if you're gay or straight, no matter if what race or ethnicity you are, no matter what gender you are, no matter what, God's going to love you. No matter what you do, God's going to love you. Even if he doesn't like what you do, God's going to love you. And that is, that is the biggest thing within the Bible is that no matter what, he wants you to love and love everybody, no matter what they do. And that's just, that is such a, a, such a big thing within the Christian community is that we're forgetting to love. Yes. And we're, we're fighting and at war with one another and we're forgetting to love. And I mean, that's the biggest thing with all of these misconceptions that we've talked about is that instead of treating each other equally and with respect and just everything, we're just, we're forgetting the biggest point that God wants us to see is to love one another. Right. And I know it says, and I know, I know there's the whole thing with love one another is you love yourself. I don't necessarily believe in that because I don't, because it's, sometimes it can be hard to love yourself, but we need to love each other as God would love us. I think is a better, is a better term for that because God's going to love us no matter what. And I think that's a pretty good spot to end this episode. Um, so that's that was the final episode. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, this is our last sign off. I've been it's been great having you all listen. <laughs> um, once again, I'm Nicole Baker. And I'm Angela Jett, better known as Mommy. Thank you all for listening again. Thank you. And bye.